The Temple Fuel podcast is designed to provide inspiration, motivation, and a safe space for the woman trying to navigate through life's changes while on the way to her God-given destiny. My hope is that you leave each episode a little less tired and more inspired. Let's start the show. Hey, blessed people. Welcome to the Temple Fuel Podcast and welcome back. If you are not new here, I'm your host, Monica. Hope you guys are doing well. I hope September is going well. Um, I just hope you guys are good. You know, I kind of started off the same every time. I really do. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I know everybody's super busy. You know, we are easing out of summer. Summer's not over yet. I think the end of summer isn't, isn't until what? September 24th or something like that. Um, and we'll be easing into um, fall, which I love fall i just we need sunny days i just gotta have the sun but um i hope you guys are doing good i hope all is well out there i'm excited for today's uh, message i'm excited for today's word it has just god has just been god in all day <laughs> like all day i have felt the power of god you know since i woke up since i got in my car you know just praying talking to god i just feel the power and presence of god and what i know is that he is moving on our behalf He's moving. You know, it may seem like he's quiet. It may seem like he doesn't know, you know, what to do, which we shouldn't think he doesn't know what to do. It may seem like, you know, he's ignoring you. He's not ignoring you. He's working. And I feel him working. He's working. So be encouraged. Be encouraging that. So let's jump into today's um, topic. So, you know, I went back and forth, you know, on the titles and today, how to shine your light. And what does that mean anyway? You know, we may, you know, if you hear it in the word, you know, we're going to dive in, you know, you hear the scripture and maybe, you know, some of us, we, we have become a little desensitized for lack of better words, um, because we've heard it, you know, it sounds very traditional. It sounds like that Sunday school topic or that vacation Bible school topic. Um, but we should never let the word become that in us, you know, ask God to give you a fresh revelation, a fresh, um, a fresh revelation of his word. You know, so whether your first time of hearing it was in vacation Bible school or some type of Bible study or Sunday school, you know, ask God for a fresh revelation for now and for today. And so I wanted to really, you know, we be practical over here. We're going to make it practical. We're going to give you the word. And by all means, please go back and read it for yourself. Please seek God and ask him for revelation. So that's what we're going to do. So we're going to start with the basis scripture, which is Matthew 5 and 16. And it reads, let your light so shine before men that they see your good works talking about men and glorify your father in heaven and you know i feel like a lot of times we hear this scripture and we kind of brush it off you know we revert to in our minds like i said a vacation bible school or a sunday school message or you know, uh, uh, whatever, you know, we hear it and it's very encouraging, rah, rah, you know, but let my light shine. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. However, you know, the scripture just sounds so simple to us. However, I want to explain to you what it means to genuinely and truly let your light shine, you know, why it's important and what a shining light looks like in a believer. Now, when we're talking about believer, we're talking about a believer in Christ, you know, someone who has saved someone, someone who is saved, someone who has professed, you know, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins someone who understands that i have you know i had i have sins that needed to be um i needed to be redeemed for you know that needed to be redeemed for and so that is what we're talking about when we're talking about a believer someone who's saved you know by grace and through faith that's what we're talking about so to give you a little context about the chapter the book of matthew is one of the gospels the four are matthew mark luke and john 
In this chapter, Jesus was delivering a parable. A parable is just a story that is oftentimes um, not facts. It can be. It's used to prove a point or to drive a message home. So when you read about, you know, how to study your Bible, just to kind of give you some context, a parable is a story that is not all the time like a true story necessary, but it has true facts and true, you know, real life messages that can apply even if, you know, I'm giving you a scenario based situation for lack of better words, scenario based. So in the verses before, Jesus tells the listeners, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. That's Matthew 14. Then he goes on to say a light is not meant to be lit and hidden in verse 15. I mean, when you think naturally speaking, you know, and just think about it. If you light a lamp and leave it on most light bulbs and i say i say bulbs a little weird bulbs heat pretty fast and you put it under a sheet or a blanket you can risk catching on fire right you know if you've ever taken the uh the shade off of a lamp right and you know how hot it gets you know you can do that and go come back to it in, in little time and it's hot so imagine sticking one of those hot bulbs under a you know a blanket or under a comforter you know where no moisture can get out you know you can risk catching that area on fire you can truly genuinely risk a fire and i want you to understand that's what's happening to us that's what's happening to some of us i should say we're on fire internally because the light of God is wanting to shine through us and we're trying to hide it. I'm going to say it again. We're on fire internally because the light of God is wanting to shine through us and we're trying to hide it. We're trying to put that sheet over the light. Hide it being, you know, we're hiding it by being too concerned with what people think. We hide it by being disobedient. C.1 again and half of that is because we're too concerned with what people think. So we begin to hide this light that God has put under us by putting it under that, that sheet that's starting to catch on fire. It's so important as believers to allow this light to shine so that God gets the glory. I'm going to say it again. It's so important as believers to allow this light to shine so that God gets the glory. Let's go back to what the scripture says. This is, this is why we're letting our light shine, just so we can make sure we remember and we know. We're letting our light shine before men that they see our good works and glorify our Father in heaven. So what that leads me to believe is that I'm not trying to take credit for the good works. I'm trusting. I'm believing. I know where my help comes from. I know where who put the good works in me. That's, that's what this, this, this scripture, Matthew 5 and 16, leads me to believe. And I want it to shine. I'm not trying to hide it because as soon as you say you did this, you did that, I can say, no, not exactly. God did it in me. And I'm just a vessel. I'm just obedient. I'm just letting him do it. I'm grateful that he even chose me. I hope that makes sense. God works through the people, places, and things. It's so important as believers to allow the light to shine so that God gets the glory. We're representations of God. We give credit to God so people can see what God is doing and we can give him the credit. We're his representatives. He works through people. He works through things. He works through places. He can work through anything, anything. So I don't want you to get wrapped up in that. Just know that we are, we are the vessels that have, we have a lot of opportunity in us. 
you know, TVs, they, they, they need somebody to turn it on. You know, trees, that you know, that's Mother Nature. They they dependent on, on us. You know, we are the ones that are giving steward to make sure we're tending to trees and watering them and planting flowers. But us, we got hands, eyes, feet. We got so many resources. We are one of the best, if not the best, the top resources here on earth for God to work through. Arms, legs, mouth, feet. You, you can shake an elbow right you know what i'm saying you can move your head so god works through the people places and things we don't want to let things like the trees and and the wind and and a piece of paper you know out worship and out praise us we have so many resources so i want to give you some practical tips as always on how do i let my light shine and we might be quick today because i just you know i want to give it to you i hope it's not too fast but rewind it since it's quick you can go back and listen to it again how do i let my light shine how do i shine my light for christ because remember that's the topic how do i shine my light what does that even mean exactly for one in order to shine the light the light of christ christ has to be on the inside Remember, we're we're believers. We're believers of Christ. We believe and we have accepted salvation. We believe that God sent his son who knew no sin to die for our sins. So we had a chance. So we have a chance at even being redeemed. So for one, how do I shine my life for Christ? Christ has to be on the inside because if I'm not shining it for Christ, I'm shining myself. I'm shining what I, I, I can do, or I'm shining somebody else and giving somebody else or something else or myself the credit. So for, for one, how do I shine my life for Christ? Christ has to be on the inside. So you have to ask yourself, am I a believer? Have I accepted Christ as my personal savior? Have I professed it? Am I nervous about professing it? Have I said it? You know, have I said it where it matters? Have I, do I mean it and do I believe it? Number two, have you accepted salvation? So kind of goes, really goes hand in hand, you know, with the first one, but have you accepted salvation? How do you let the light shine for Christ? We're not talking about any old light. Christ is the ultimate light. However, to make it very clear, have you accepted salvation? Number three, are you filled with God's spirit or do you desire to be? I'm talking about his Holy Spirit because there are other spirits out here. We do know that. We are aware of that. Sometimes we don't realize it, you know, um, and I'll just leave that alone. Are you filled with God's spirit or do you desire to be? If you're not, it's not, not too late. Are you filled with God's spirit or do you desire to be? Do you know what that means? Number four. Do you want God to get the glory more than yourself? Do you mind being in the background? Now, I want you to sit with that. Thankfully, you know, we can't, I can't see you. We can't talk back and forth. So you can sit with that. Do you want God to get the glory more than yourself? Do you mind being in the background? Remember, we're talking about how do I shine my light for Christ? You got to be willing to take a back seat. It's a song by Lecrae. Um, I think it's called Background with Andy Minos, I can't, I can't pronounce his, his last name. I love that song. Um, I played it a lot in a season of my life, you know. But do you mind being in the background? Do you want God to get the glory more than yourself? What if they never see you? What if they never acknowledge you, but they see the God in you? Are you okay with that? Next point, do you recognize the gifts God has given you? Do you recognize the gifts? Do you realize that for in order, one way God works through us is through the gifts he has placed in us? So if you want that light to shine for Christ, do you even recognize the gifts that God has given you? And it's it's more than one. A lot of times we get hung up on one or two or three. A lot of us have many gifts. We may be better at one of the top two. You know, you got many things you're good at. 
Do you recognize those? Because some people, it's okay if you don't. It's okay to say, you know, God, I don't even know. I'm, I'm confused. I'm all over the place. I used to be good at this, and now have you changed what I'm good at? Or have you just, you know, is there a transition in what I'm good at? Has it just, you know, changed a little bit? Show me. Help me. Do you recognize the gifts God has given you? Do You know, a lot of times, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of times those gifts are rooted in the things that you're passionate about. There are gifts, those gifts are, are, are entwined in the things that just light you up, that you get excited to do, that you could do tire, you can do uh, uh, energize, you can do in another play, you know, just that just rev you up. A lot of times that's where the gifts are rooted in. Are you confident to walk in them? Goes with the second point or the next, the last question, excuse me. Do you recognize the gifts God has given you? And then I'm asking you, are you confident to walk in them? Because that is another point. You can recognize them and not really feel confident. To walk in them. Imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome is a real thing. Everybody's not suffering from imposter syndrome. You know, sometimes you could really not be good enough, you know, in an area that you just need to get better in. Doesn't mean you're not good enough as a person, but that you need to get better at, you know, as something. And then sometimes we good enough and we just really just struggling because really we're comparing ourselves and we just, you know, we are not patient with ourselves. And sometimes a lot of the, it's both. We're not patient with ourselves. And then at the same time, we're comparing some to somebody else that maybe we admire or love. Um, so are you confident to walk in the gifts God has given you? And then lastly, do you need help? How do I shine my light for Christ? Do you need help? Do you need to reach out to a mentor? Do you need a therapist? Do you need a counselor? Do you need a coach? Sometimes maybe you don't need the, the level of professionalism of a psychologist. Maybe you just need a coach. You need an accountability partner. Some some form, a method that you never thought of. You thought, oh, that's just, I don't talk to nobody. Just, you know, chat with somebody. What's the point? Sometimes, though, it's helpful that to have someone that you don't know directly, that doesn't know you personally, that can give you an unbiased opinion. I can only give you the opinion based on how well you tell the story. I can only help you based off of how well you explain. And sometimes that's more of a benefit than we realize. So do you need a coach? Do you need a therapist? Do you need a psychologist? Maybe you need both. Maybe you need that professional medical psychologist level and you need a coach. Somebody who can just be that accountability partner. Someone to bounce ideas off of. Mentorship. Do you need mentorship? Which can be similar to coaching. Not exactly all the time. You know, ask yourself, do I need help so that this light can shine? And a lot of times in the psychologist, in the, the mentorship, in the coaching is where you're able to find and help identify gifts. No one can do it for you. Those resources are there to help you see what's already inside of you. For you to see what God has already said. These are, are tools and vessels that help you to identify what God already said. And I'm talking about when we're talking about Christian mentorship, Christian coaching, Christian counseling, Christian psychologists and psychotherapists. Okay, so. Do you recognize the gifts God is calling, you know, has given you? Do you? Are you confident to walk in them and do you need help? Remember, these are all points on how do I shine my life for Christ? The first point was, has Christ has to be on the inside? Second point, have you accepted salvation? Third, are you filled with God's spirit or do you desire to be? Fourth, do you want God to get the glory more than yourself? Do you mind being in the background? Sixth, do you recognize the gifts God has given you? Seventh, are you confident to walk in them? Eighth, do you need help? <laughs> do you need help? I love you guys. I pray that this blessed you. How to shine your light and what does that light? 
What does that even mean anyway to shine your light? I pray this blessed you. I want to encourage you to walk in the boldness of Christ. I want to encourage you to allow his light, God's light, the light of Christ to shine in you so that you can give Christ the glory. Don't feel bad about letting that light shine as long as you're not taking the credit like we talked about. As long as you don't mind being in the background, as long as as soon as they say you did, Great job. Not saying, you know, say thank you, but make sure you let them know God is good. You know, give them a God. Give them a God is good. Give them a God did it. You know, don't take the light. Don't take the glory away from God, but let that light shine. Go ahead. Stop. Stop putting it under that blanket. You about to catch on fire because you're not willing to speak up and step out and go where God called you to do. Go where God called you to go and do what God has called you to do. I love you guys. It's time to let that light shine. Take it from out that blanket. Take it from out that blanket. That that blanket is about to catch on fire. You about to catch on fire because you don't want to say and do and go where God has called you. I love you guys. If this blessed you, like, comment, subscribe, send it to a friend, and I will catch you later.